Hi, my name is Richard Covington, and welcome back to Dialysis Diaries. Uh, this will not be a long message, but I want to say to those of us who are on dialysis, and I've said this before, that your mental capacity has a lot to do with how you feel. I spent a lot of time looking at dialysis-related posts on Facebook um, and looking and reading and just kind of assessing what people are saying about their condition. Sometimes it's very positive, I'm going to make it, things are going good. Um, Other times it's more regular, you know, dialysis sucks, sick of the techs and nurses at my unit. When there's weather-related, such-and-such closed, or transportation-related issues, I get that. But I saw a post yesterday that really, really bothered me, and I didn't know how to quite comment on it without sounding like a mother hen. Sometimes we can in our situation so long that nothing that we say is positive. Nothing we say sounds like we're going to make it. And I worry for people who live that way. And I don't really know if they live that way. Sometimes people just want to see the world burn. And sometimes people post stuff just to get people riled up. It's sort of like anybody who will comment on President Biden or President Trump um, in a very general statement. Um, I know that they're both very polarizing presidents at this time, uh, or former presidents in one case, and there's a lot of vitriol related to both. And regardless of who you chose, you have to live with the consequences of both. If you were pro-Trump, you got to live with the Biden administration right now. If you're pro-Biden, you got to live with the fallout of Trump not being president. And it affects us tremendously as a country. And we'll continue to feel the results regardless of your position on the situation. But I want to say this to those of us who are on dialysis. Sometimes when we inadvertently want to watch the world burn... We affect people we don't realize we're affecting. Your negativity has an effect on someone who's already negative. Or someone who's heading that way. And unfortunately, I think we we tend to all watch the world burn. I can remember many times when someone would call me on the phone and they'd say, Hey, what you doing? <laughs> Watching the world burn. And... I'm watching the news or watching some story about something and I tend to do that. I tend to watch um, the world burn in a sense. Um, For me, sometimes it's more comical than anything else. Um, But I realize I do take on some of those traits. Whether I want to or not. Um, My wife is a mental health therapist and She can tell sometimes when she comes home what I've been watching on TV by my reaction to her coming home. 
she you know come in and she'll say something i'll you know respond back to say oh you've been having a fox news day just because of the the tenor in my voice um and so she did that for a couple of days one week and i said you know what i'm gonna start watching the news before she comes home because obviously she just thinks it and rather than kind of argue with her and fight through it i just kind of let it go and she knows the difference and i still watch what i want to watch but i kind of temper what i watch knowing that my wife's gonna come home and my wife works in a very stressful very emotional type of situation i mean she is a lifeline for people whether they want her to be or not whether they are happy about her being that or not and she takes all of their baggage and whether she wants to or not she brings it home and I want to encourage those of you who are unloading your baggage sometimes to remember that when you're unloading your baggage someone's picking it up whether they want to or not sometimes we just pick on stuff or pick up stuff as we go along And the point of what I'm saying is we've got to figure out a way, all of us, to find more positivity. I know your life sucks. Sometimes my life sucks. I can remember prior to the pandemic, I was in the hospital every few weeks for something. I was absolutely miserable. I spent a Christmas and a New Year's in a hospital, laying in a hospital bed with a PD tube sticking out of my gut. Doing PD, absolutely hate it. And then I spent the next year and a half trying to fix my fistula and my graft and my arm so that I could get off of PD. And ended up getting a chest cast so I could use something other than PD and get PD out of my life. Because for me, PD wasn't working. Um, <clears throat> and for me, PD took over my apartment. You know, doing it at home, tremendous convenience. But I realized I spent all of my time in my apartment and I wasn't walking out for anything. And sometimes that's hard to do. Sometimes you just want to go. You just want to be out somewhere else. You know, now I have issues with my car and I can't always go where I want to go. But I have found that even just driving up and sitting in a parking lot is somewhere else. And I do that from time to time. Just because it gives me a different environment. We live in a world where our dialysis creates very much so islands unto ourselves. And no matter how many people you talk to while you're in dialysis, no matter how many people you talk to going to your doctor's office, no matter how many people you ignore during the course of the day or you speak with, we create these silos around us, these insulated walls. And I want to encourage you to break one of those walls down somehow, some way. 
so that you're not the only one you're emoting with. And that's one of the reasons why I go on the Facebook page so I can give, even if it's one person that I don't know is reading the statement, I give someone something that's a little more positive. Or they see a, a, a gif, a gif from me, and they're smiling. When I go on those pages, I go on it not to... do anything other than impact people positively. A recipe. Something I'm doing at home. Something I'm trying at home. Um, We had a podcast a few months ago where we talked about those medical tests that they give you on a weekly or monthly basis to see how treatment's going for you. And my phosphorus has gone down. Not where it needs to be yet, but a hell of a lot closer than it was when I posted that podcast a few months ago. And I think the next time we'll do an update on that so you can see um, just how that has worked. And the biggest part has been consistency on the medicine, the calcium acetate that I take, and tweaking the things that I eat. I still like to enjoy the food I shouldn't eat from time to time. But I've tried to make that few and far between. So that I'm not over-exacerbating anything that comes out of the testing. And that, that's significant. Um, one of the things that I'm supposed to take is Tums. Which I've got, I, I have worked to find a Tums that tastes decent. Because the chalky tablets, I'll take them in dialysis. For whatever reason, in my mind, that is where I was. That's where I should take those tubs. At home, I've got a big jar, a big vat of them, and I don't like them at all. So I found these chewables, which are chewable, which is a little better. Um, but you've got to find your way to satisfy your your needs. There are tums that are kind of a kind of a, a, a almost like a I think a chocolate type tasting thing. But I've had trouble finding them, and I'm gonna go look this morning actually. But you just have to build your life around what you can do and how you can make it work. Um, someone said something about snacks and dialysis. And I tell you, I've got a little bag of pretzels. They're extremely low salt pretzels. They're basically wood. But I chew those from time to time because I think the chewing helps me feel like I'm getting something, even though I know the pretzels aren't really giving me anything. Um, But I try to do that to help keep those cravings down because in dialysis no matter what I eat and how much I eat and when I eat going into dialysis I get hungry about halfway through and that could be you know the stuff coming out of my system it it probably is just in my head but I try to chew on something 
most mornings because it helps. Um, the other morning I had uh, fruit, um, grapes, and strawberries that I cut up. It's like two, two or three strawberries and a bunch of grapes. And I cut when I two strawberries for some reason I cut them up into fine pieces. It makes me feel like I'm eating more. And I cut them up and I'm sneaking them in dialysis. And the nurse comes over and she says, what happened to you? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And she says, your mask. And I slipped off the side of my mask and I realized all the red from strawberry juice or my fingers or whatever is sitting on the mask. And I told her, can you get me another mask, please? And she comes back over and brings a mask. She said, what happened? And I said, huh? I don't know what that is. Maybe I sneeze. Maybe it's, it's it's a little bit of blood residue. I don't know. And then, of course, she checks my temperature. Shit, I got COVID. And I don't. And I didn't. But, you know, we live in a world where everybody's very hypervigilant about things now. But I accept that I can't make everybody's life better, but I try to make my component in people's lives better. And that's just me. It's not about anything else. I'm just trying to sell a little good karma a few ways. Because two years ago, I was miserable. And with the therapy and my wife and just getting some things taken care of I've been able to get to a better place uh, I can live the rest of my life on dialysis miserable some days, happy some days but alive and thriving um, my application for transplant went in last week so I'm very excited about that I'm waiting to hear back from the hospital on that and whether you can want to or have the opportunity to um, go for a transplant I encourage people to do it just because it gives you something else to do something else to shoot for <clears throat> putting in an application doesn't cost you any money um, if you get um, even a partial approval at least give you something to do to go take the test speak with your dietitian or social worker about but it's a part of the distraction we have to put in our lives as we go through this process being on dialysis can be miserable but how you deal with that misery is up to you My name is Richard Covington, and you've been listening to Dialysis Diaries. Thank you so much, and have a great day.